this bulletin, the US vetoes a UN resolution for a humanitarian pause in the Israel-Hamas conflict. Australians disembark in Sydney on a second repatriation flight. And in the AFL, the 2023 AFL trade period is officially closed. G'day from the SBS newsroom, I'm Peggy Chakamalos. The United States has vetoed a United Nations Security Council resolution that would have called for humanitarian pauses in the conflict between Israel Defence Forces and Palestinian Hamas militants to allow humanitarian aid to the Gaza Strip. The vote on the Brazilian drafted text was twice delayed in the last couple of days as the US tries to broker aid access to Gaza. Twelve members voted in favour of the draft on Wednesday while Russia and the United Kingdom abstained. US Ambassador to the United Nations Linda Thomas-Greenfield told the 15-member council after the vote that the US was on the ground doing the work of diplomacy. President Biden is in the region. The United States is actively engaging at the highest levels to secure the release of hostages, to prevent the conflict from spreading, to stress the need to protect civilian lives to address the humanitarian crisis facing Palestinians in Gaza, and to demonstrate to the Israeli people that the United States stands with them. Since the conflict began on the 7th of October, Gaza authorities say at least 2,800 people have died and 11,000 have been injured during days of bombardment. More than 1,400 people in Israel have been killed and at least 199 others, including children, were captured by Hamas and taken into Gaza, according to Israeli government sources. Demonstrations have erupted across the West Bank following a deadly hospital blast in the Gaza Strip. Palestinians gathered in the city of Ramallah carrying Palestinian flags to protest against Israel's military action in Gaza. The Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry says an Israeli airstrike caused the destruction at the hospital. The Israeli military has denied involvement and blamed a misfired rocket from the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, another militant group. That group has also denied responsibility. The Israeli military has pounded Hamas-ruled Gaza with airstrikes, blocked deliveries of food, water, fuel and electricity and told people to leave the northern half of the Strip ahead of a possible ground invasion. A second Australian repatriation flight has landed at Sydney Airport on Wednesday night. Almost 200 passengers have arrived in Australia after being stranded in Israel with the start of the war between Hamas and Israel. The Qantas flight flew in from London and also carried 65 citizens of the Solomon Islands and 18 citizens of Vanuatu. The government has said it's also working to help Australians leave the West Bank as it's liaising with international parties partners to arrange transport to Jordan. In other overseas news, the lower house of Russia's parliament has given its approval to a bill revoking the ratification of a global nuclear test ban treaty. The state Duma lawmakers voted unanimously to revoke the ratification of the comprehensive nuclear test ban treaty in the third and final reading on Wednesday. This comes after Russian President Vladimir Putin warned earlier this month that Moscow could revoke its 2000 decision to ratify 
ratify the treaty. Russian state Duma leader Vyacheslav Volodin says the move has put Russia on par with the stance of the United States, which has signed but not ratified the treaty. The United States of America, if they take on the responsibility, should have been the first to ratify this treaty and take the lead. The bill will now go to the Upper House, the Federation Council, which will consider it next week. New research has revealed that the crown of thorns starfish is becoming more resistant to warming waters and could exacerbate the effects of climate change on coral reefs. A study from the University of Sydney has found that its resistance to heat is one of the main reasons for the biggest starfish outbreaks. The crown of thorns can tolerate almost three times the intensity of the heat that causes coral bleaching. Matthew Clements from the University of Sydney explains. Generally for marine invertebrates, the, the juvenile stage is usually um, less um, tolerant of uh, like changes in, in, in temperature. It's called like a, a thermal window. They have a lower thermal window compared to the, the adults. The federal and state governments have invested more than $4.4 billion over 16 years until 2030 to help protect the reef, including programs to kill the starfish. Let's go to sport now and in the AFL, the 2023 negotiating period has officially closed with the clubs now turning their attention to next month's national draft. Port Adelaide has completed a major AFL trade period as it prepares for Premier League contention including securing long-term target Esava Ratugolea and three other recruits at the deadline. More than a dozen players have found new homes on Wednesday, but the number one pick in the draft held by West Coast and coveted by rivals keen to land teenage sensation Harley Reid has yet to change hands. Exchanges of picks can still be agreed until draft night on the 20th of November. I'm Peggy Giacomelos. That's the latest from the SBS News audio team and remember to check out our suite of podcasts including SBS News in Depth where you'll find more analysis of the day in news as well as special features from the SBS News team.